I'm Janine. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and this is Get the Funk Out Show. Happy New Year, everyone. And I want to welcome to my slate of guests for the new year. Starting off the new year is Karishma Musakumar. Did I get that right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. She's a third year undergraduate at UC Irvine studying cognitive science. And we're going to talk about her project, Patience and Pandemic. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. How did this project come about? I mean, obviously we're in a pandemic, but was this your idea? Were you sitting around thinking, what am I gonna do with all this time? And you're feeling all these different emotions? I guess, yes. Um, so the project started, started out uh, with the patient project and that was actually um, designed for patients in the hospital waiting room. So we sort mm -hmm. of had a team in, um, assembled and involved and then as soon as hospitals became overrun, um, we kind of decided to sort of pivot from patients with a T to patients with a C, right? right. So we decided that um, sort of the waiting room had become a larger space um, and sort of society had sort of entered this larger waiting room. So we wanted to show and, and inspire a sense of hope and patience in people who would, um, and we also wanted sort of the writing and art to be a sense of therapy and and sort of like writing as a form of healing. Mm -hmm. So we hope that not only did the, the people who were involved with this project directly, like the readers, the, the writers, the artists, but also the readers um, feel a sense of, of hope and patience after reading this. Which is what we all need right now. Exactly, yeah. You know, I, when I saw the press release, mm -hmm. the media release, I thought, oh, wow, this is, this is unbelievable because it really brings so many people together because there's, there's so many feelings involved in this pandemic. I mean, obviously we didn't expect this and here mm -hmm. we are. And so tell me, how did you go about, you know, connecting different people to this project? Yeah, so we actually started this project as a summer project. And I, at first we weren't really sure how many people would be involved because, because it is the summer. We don't know if students check their emails, if people would be interested in, in a project like this, but we actually did have over 162 students um, submit and over 162 submissions actually. And, and that was really overwhelming and, and really surprising too. We didn't expect that many submissions and from all corners of campus. So like medical students, incoming freshmen, um, law students. So I think it was really humbling to see that sort of campus response. And um, I guess it just sort of went from there and it really became a project that, that was much larger than we even anticipated it to be. Um, we were thinking of sort of making it a summer project. We'd be done in, well, let's say, like two months. Sure. But it actually ended up being almost like a 10-month project. And um, I'd say, like, we were thinking maybe it would be sort of like a PDF. We would release it online. But then we did decide to go sort of the more difficult route of doing print publishing. Okay. And um, I guess that, that's, that's sort of how it grew. It's amazing. Now, the project was supported, is it by the 14th Dalai Lama Endowed Scholarship Fund and the Strauss Foundation? Yes, yes. That's amazing. How did that happen? So the Dalai Lama Scholarship is actually a scholarship in conjunction with UCI and the University of Virginia. So as part of that, um, I join a, a global cohort of fellows who are sort of interested in this aspect of mindfulness and impacting change. Um, and so Originally, the project had been the patient project, which was uh, initiated in the hospital waiting rooms, but um, 
it sort of grew into this patience and pandemic journal. And I think even that has to do a lot with mindfulness and sort of self-care and, and self-wellness. Um, did you want to share any excerpts from the project? Um, sure, I, I would need to pull that up though. Okay, that's fine. Um, if you want to take a minute to pull it up, that's fine. I can just share with the listeners um, some of the description I put up on my show blog. Show blog is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Four months into the stay-at-home orders and campus-wide shift to remote learning, we invited university students to reflect, how do you interpret patience in a pandemic? What is it like to live in suspense? How has staying at home changed your sense of space, of time? From memories of a different yesterday to plans that were indefinitely postponed, students of the University of California, Irvine, shared the real experiences of young adulthood during a pandemic. Up and coming creatives expressed their perspectives on a theme that holds space while challenging the reader to urge onwards to find strength in patience. So Milena Raber in Small House um, says, I'll be able to leave the confines of these walls and my house will feel big again. Mm. Anaya Young in Journey Through an Unknown Season in Themes uh, writes, the art of loneliness is solitude, a, a clear blue-gray expanse of ocean, singular, insignificant, and unafraid. I like that. And Natalie Bonilla says, in patience and the buzzing bee, patience is hearing the buzz of a bee buzzing six feet away from you. Sanserwate in Patience and Silence writes, this crisis has taught me to be set on a crystalline purpose and live like a gemstone, burning bright, even with pressure on all sides. These are incredible. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Do you want to tell me about the, um, I put a picture of the editorial board on, sure. your, um, on, on, my, on my blog. You want to tell me about the people that are involved in the board? Yeah, so we actually have a really diverse board and um, sort of people from all sorts of majors and all sorts of uh, all places on campus. So Caitlin Yi, um, Meenakshi Chandrasekharan, mm -hmm. um, Jasmine Vieira, Anjanette Cisneros, Victoria Sweeney, and Danelli Ginadasa. All of these people have really contributed to um, the, this journal and, and sort of this was all of a, a student-led journal. So everything from the formatting of the journal to the marketing to sort of selecting the submissions. Um, I guess these people were really behind, behind the scenes and really contributed to this. That's amazing. Now, if people want to find out more information, I put the website on my show blog. It's uh, patientproject.org slash journal. And I think you're on Instagram too? Yes, yeah, at patientprojectuci. Okay. Anything else you'd like people to know about the project? Um, I really hope that, that in reading this journal, um, people feel a sense of community, even in isolation, and that these themes of patience and, and growth are really shown in, in the journal. And I hope that um, pandemic becomes less of a countdown mm -hmm. and more like, for example, instead of thinking like, you know, there's, there's three months left of pandemic or there's four months left, 
um, it's it's more of you know time that's spent reflecting and time that's spent um, in in a sort of meaningful way. Yes, I know. I feel like I'm seeing the positive out of what we're going through, and and I think that's the key thing. Is what you're saying is find find the positivity. You know, mm-hmm. find how we're changing because of this. It, mm-hmm. and, and we shouldn't all of a sudden forget what we learned during the pandemic and be like, okay, it's over. We can go back to the way we used to. Yeah. I don't, I don't think we're, first of all, going to go back to the way we used to live our life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's been an enormous time of self-reflection, which is what this project seems to be about. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Well, congratulations. And if people want to find out more about you, where could they find you? Yeah, so there's more about the organization at patientproject.org. And then I'm also on LinkedIn. And you can also send me an email. I do have my UCI email. Okay. Well, by the way, were you always a writer? Were you always interested in journalism and writing and things like that? Yeah, actually. I mean, I am a cognitive sciences major, but I think I've always been really drawn to the humanities and sort of writing and poetry um like i guess in high school and middle school i used to submit to like creative writing contests and things like that um but i really i'm interested in bridging sort of biology and the sciences along with the humanities and sort of um creating this interdisciplinary like cross-disciplinary connections and 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 that's really seen in in the patient project too in the organization um yeah definitely that's amazing. I love because, like I said earlier, we are feeling so remote and so alone. And you kind of pull everybody's feelings and what we're going through together and let them have a platform for sharing what they're going through. Mm-hmm. It's really important. Yeah. So we are actually are planning to have sort of a community journal, um, which is kind of the follow up to our print journal. And that'll be a digital interactive journal where um, patient, where people can essentially respond um, because oftentimes when we read a piece, we're not able to, I guess, respond to the author or, or find some sort of connection or, or commonality. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're hoping to have a print, uh, a community journal, which is an online version. And it actually has a uh, new content. So it's not the exact same thing as a print journal. Okay. Um, but we are hoping that, you know, there's like comments and, and sort of interaction that, that goes beyond, you know, simply reading a piece. That's amazing. Do you feel like you have changed as a result of what we've been going through since March? I think, yes, definitely. Um, and I think more, more of a sense of mindfulness. Mm-hmm. And, and I would say even personally, I, I sort of felt like a, a countdown. Um, so so uh, we were told that we'd be able to return in the spring quarter. Right. And then, um, so that's kind of when I thought, okay, so like, I don't know, like three months left. And then I would, I would be counting down and, and, you know, um, but then I guess once, once I stopped that sort of countdown mentality, um, that's, that's when I found more of a sense of hope and and gratitude. Um, And for the time that I did have, you know, to spend with family, to spend um, in my hometown, um, because I don't know if I'll be able to do that like later, you know, so. Yeah. Where are you from? I'm actually from Cerritos, California. Oh, okay. And right now, are you on campus or at home? I'm actually at home, yeah. Oh, you're home. Okay, yeah. It's good to be home. I mean, I know it's hard at first. <laughs> like yeah. a whole adjustment, I get it. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, it, it just, 
it's a really challenging time for so many people. And it's a really, as you said, it's a time of introspection, which mm -hmm. is really important. Yeah. So give your website one more time. Patientproject.org. All right. And if people want to get involved in it and be part of it, just go to the website. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Well, congratulations. This is fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much.